Hey everyone, and welcome to Shy and Salty with your hosts, Nikki and Rhea, where we talk through our journeys of learning, unlearning, and relearning in order to help you through yours. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Shy and Salty. (laughs) My voice cracked. to talk to you today yeah i'm excited for today's topic i think it'll be a fun one i'm curious to see where we go where it takes us but i guess before we dive in we're gonna be doing sweet and salty my salty of the week i feel like is like such a minimum one i know i'm gonna get my period soon and i'm having a new side effect to getting periods i have acne on my chin and I looked it up and it's like hormonal acne. I Wait, hate it. I'm I chuckling it. because this is like a known fact that I feel like everyone has had to deal with their entire lives except for you because your skin is like perfect. So <laughs> apparently getting pimples on your chin during your period is a thing. Yeah, bitch. We all fucking knew yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. That's why I said this is such a small thing because I don't really get acne, and like I just feel it. Just feels so uncomfortable. I don't know how you all do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you plebeians with a not perfect skin do it. Yeah. Um, no, I. T- <laughs> no, I was just gonna say that. I like sleep with my makeup like I don't take care of my skin but that's just like how my body is which is also so annoying she literally (laughs) (laughs) I remember discovering that I remember discovering that in Miami when you would just like sleep with your makeup on and I was like what are you doing and you're like oh I just do this I was like you're literally the most like resourceful like on top of everything person and you don't like do your skincare at night (laughs) like that's it just like feels like not a character trait that you would have I think it's also depending on like how you grew up and that wasn't something that was like taught to me yeah that I yeah that makes sense did you brush your teeth at night not really but I'm getting better now god and you just like are fine like your body just just like whatever we'll we'll work extra hard for her She's worth it. <laughs> yeah, my dentist says I have great teeth. <laughs> That's crazy. I literally just went to the dentist yesterday and she was like, you really need to start – you really need to floss better on these like bottom six teeth in the front and then your like back teeth. And I was like, God, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like that happens every time you go to the dentist though. They're like, floss more and you're like, okay. And then you don't oh, floss yeah. again. For but I do have a water time. flosser so that does help. But anyways, yeah, it's the acne. And then also it's like, am I going to get my period in Cancun? Am I not going to get my period in Cancun? And it's like, I'd rather all of this just like happen now. So then by the time Cancun, I feel like amazing, especially since we're like going to be in our bathing suits, like there's going to be a lot of things to focus on. Like, I just feel like I am a little bit clearer when I don't have to think about 
where the closest bathroom is, if I have enough tampons or pads, or did I leak through my dress? Like, I don't need that stress. Oh, my God. Or if your tampon string is hanging out of your bikini. That's like my nightmare. (laughs) But on that note, for anyone who's new here, we're going to Cancun in a little bit over almost exactly a week from now for a friend's wedding. So context. But yeah, I feel like that's like a thing girls have to worry about, like the logistics of a period. Oh my God. So (laughs) we're on such a tangent today. Maybe it's just me. (laughs) But... (laughs) So I have not gotten my period in two years, probably. But do you do that on purpose? And I'm not recommending that. Kind of. Like, I'm on birth control. And you just, like, skip the last week? Well, I just don't get it. <laughs> Wait, so you do take the placebo week? Yeah, and I just don't. I just haven't really been getting it. Oh. Which I think, which my doctor said was normal. The birth control, yeah, I was going to say, but birth control is, yeah. Yeah, birth control just, like, messes up all your hormones or whatever, you know, skews all your hormones. And I'm not recommending it, but I am thinking about getting off of birth control and doing things like more naturally just because I've been learning more and more about birth control, at least like the oral contraceptive pill. I'm four months clean. Oh my God. I was going to say, was that very insensitive? Oh my God. We should do an episode on that. No, I like have so many questions, but we'll save that for a later episode. But basically I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to, I was going to get off, but like, I really don't want my period. Like we're going camping this summer. Jake just got a tent for his truck and it's like, uh, it does. I'm so excited, but like, I don't want to have to deal with like, what do you do with tampons in the woods? Like you'd bury them? Like, no, you can't. You just get a diva cup. Yeah, that also, like, it doesn't scare me, but it also, like, kind of scares me. Yeah. Like, just the mess of it. Like, logistically, like, all of this is just, like, messy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just don't want to do the messiness. Well, now you know my salty, and you can feel in my pain. What's your salty? My salty is I was really looking forward to watch The Batman because it just came out on HBO. Like Rob the Batman is the one. one. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz. I just like I like love Batman. I love I feel like that and Spider-Man are like the best like superhero like series that were created. So I was just like very excited. I go in to log into HBO. My grandma <laughs> canceled her HBO subscription. Oh, no. Yeah. I, so we're like not talking right now because I'm very upset with her. But I also <laughs> had to. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, not. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm trying not to ask questions. <laughs> it affected like too many people. Like it affected my parents as well. So I feel like maybe she just like didn't think through her decisions before like communicate like. And the fact that you didn't tell anyone, like, come on, Nona and Nana, get your shit together. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I had to purchase an HBO Max, like, year-long subscription, which is, like, maybe one of the first actual, like, video subscriptions I've purchased so far because I just, like, leech off of everyone. And I let my parents create their own user on my HBO account. So I feel like I'm giving back for all those years that I have taken from others. Well, I'm paying for my Peacock, so we should Peacock? Switch. You have Peacock? Yeah, because I got like a free year through Accenture, and then I was like, might as well. Oh, okay. Oh, and then you forgot to cancel? You did one of those? Yeah, but then I was like, 
I go on here. A you like times. it? Yeah. What is even on Peacock? The Office. Right. Parks and Rec. Yeah. It's okay. NBC, right? I get the gist so, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that being said, if anyone has a Showtime subscription, I would be interested in doing a trade with you. There's this show that I watched the first episode of because they had it on YouTube and it's called Flatbush Misdemeanors. It's by these two comedians, Dan Perlman, who I like love. Our friend Anuja actually showed me him and I like love his stand up. And he like created this whole like show stars in it along with Kevin Iso. And it's just so funny. And I've, fully recommend but also I need a Showtime subscription in order to watch the rest of it and I'm not about to pot two different video subscriptions (laughs) over the course of a week so yeah that's too much so someone someone owes me Showtime maybe I should call my grandma be like I mean you canceled HBO so you might as well you might as well get Showtime maybe we should all call our grandmas oh half of our grandmas are the privilege the privilege is showing yeah my suite for this week is that i was able to sit in on a orals presentation so when accenture is like hey this is why you should choose us and this is like what we've done and like or this is what we can do so it was just really interesting and i felt like very inspiring just to see all the work being put in beforehand how quickly of a turnaround each of these presenters had in order to prepare and like provide a story on top of like their day job and of course like all these other activities so like being in the call I don't know it was just really cool to watch and it's something that like I haven't seen before something that I wanted to see and I'm just glad I got to have this opportunity in like the background so yeah that's so cool without like the pressure of like having to participate in it yeah at the beginning he was like oh when you introduce yourself like please like have your camera on and like and I was like oh shit I didn't know I was gonna have my camera on so I ran quickly like got this shirt like put it on like I don't wear a bra so it's just like on top of and like I have like these like hands and I like just was expecting to introduce myself and I was just getting like so nervous and so worked up but like I didn't introduce myself because it was only the presenters that he was talking to so (laughs) oh (laughs) Wow, what a twist. I was I was so ready. No. Oh, that's awesome. So I did all that for nothing. <laughs> but I look good. I was like, wow, for like a 10 second, I like sprinted to my closet, like picked out a shirt and then like ran back. That's always so funny. I'll be like wearing like gym clothes like as I as I normally do. And then I'll put I had a uh call this week where I like needed to like look a little bit better. I was like interviewing someone. So I just put like a white button down on top of my sports bra <laughs> and just like had a little bit peeking <laughs> as if it was like a, a cami underneath. Right. Yeah. But that's the rush. The rush it is going like from five minutes until a meeting. That's really cool that you could experience that. Do you get like paired? Like everyone's getting paired with different presenters? I have a buddy and I shadow her, but this is like one of her four bids that she's going after. So I'm only watching on one. So it's very like low key right now, but I'm sure it's going to pick up. That's so cool. Anyways, your suite. 
I guess my sweet would be on Sunday, I took like a full day of just like rest. Like I went to the park in the morning, like with the dogs and was like walking around a bit. And I did like clean the kitchen at one point. But like other than that, like barely anything like quote unquote, like productive in like the traditional sense of productivity. And I was like, you know what? And I think it's like a good practice for me, probably for you too, probably for a lot of our listeners. Just like that act of not doing anything is so like difficult sometimes when you're like so used to like, okay, my time is like so valuable. Like I need to be doing something like, especially if it's like the weekend, I need to make like the most of it. I don't know. I feel like though, like when I woke up yesterday, Monday morning, post my day of rest, I was just so like motivated like I my lift felt so much better like I I deadlifted in the morning and I just felt like I was like pulling weight and I just like felt like in a better mood so far this week so highly recommend taking a rest day sometimes even if it feels like a little uncomfortable I feel like it makes a lasting impact yeah no completely agree I feel like it's not just taking time for yourself it's also like turning off your brain like sometimes I'm like relaxing but then I'm like I have to do this I have to do that like mentally like in my head like thinking about other things and I'm like yeah you're not relaxing girl yeah or you'll be like okay like I'm gonna take like a rest day and just like go for like a three mile run and like for some people like maybe yeah that's a rest day and like maybe some days too it's like okay yeah like this is just like mindless and like I'm in my like flow state and whatever but also some days it's like you just need to actually like rest yeah like just fucking like put your shit down and stop thinking and just rest but anyway I felt very refreshed this week and I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, because who's not resting? Our exes. And when... (laughs) (laughs) They are not resting. They are doing the most. (laughs) But yeah, this week's episode is about not getting back with your ex, getting back with your ex, why it works, why it doesn't. And our stories. We both have experiences of going back to exes and some of them have been positive and some of them have been very, very negative. (laughs) So excited to get into it. (laughs) So we all know the story. If you've been in a relationship and one day you decided to take different paths and break up, there might be some days some late nights or just some random moments when you start thinking about your ex again start thinking about the relationship in a way that makes you want to reopen it and connect with them and we put ourselves in those situations reach out and then eventually end up back together but I guess when are not the good times to do that Yeah, because sometimes in those scenarios, it crashes and burns for the exact same reasons that it crashed and burned to begin with. Exactly. You're looking back at a relationship and looking at all the highlight moments in those stages and like start going back on memories. And even now, like looking back at some of relationships, I don't remember a majority, like 99% of what happened. There's only certain moments that I remember, whether positive or negative. And I feel like that does affect how we view the relationship currently and could get us to get 
into that relationship without resolving those issues that cause it to break apart. Yeah. I think especially like fresh after a breakup, we're so prone to just like romanticizing that person and that relationship and missing all like the positive things, especially if you're in a position where like maybe you would live together or maybe you did like a lot of like day-to-day things together and now you're on your own living through the same stuff and missing having that person like be a part of your daily like routine. And we understand that after a relationship is done and you break up, you might wander back a couple times. And that's not the experience that we're talking about when it comes to, you know, just being horny and lonely. We're talking about going back to them full on <laughs> in a relationship. So just wanted to clarify. You might wander back. <laughs> such a great way of putting it. You might still find yourself in their bed. But Yeah, this is about like dating an ex again and reopening that relationship. So I think one of the reasons to not go back with an ex is if you're just lonely and you miss them. I think after a breakup, missing the person that you just broke up with like is a million percent normal and it's just a part of the process and it does not mean you were meant to be with them or that you need to reach out to them or see them like it doesn't mean that it's a normal common part of that experience most people go through like some sort of missing whether it's the person or just like the experience being with the person or the apartment you lived in together or the walking to the coffee to get coffee in the morning together. But you can miss the person and still know that you're better off without the person and without that relationship. Right. Those are hard situations, especially when you're in the same friend group. And I feel like sometimes people get back together because they are in frequent circles and see the other person a lot. And so it's just easier to be in a relationship than to not. And that's also not a good reason to get back together with someone. But I think the most important part about knowing when you're not ready to get back with your ex is reflecting on why you broke up. What are things that your significant other or yourself have done that needs to be fixed in order to establish like a more like healthy relationship to kind of like meet up back together? Another reason why you shouldn't get back with someone is because they reached out and you're quote unquote too nice of a person to not reply and check in and see how they're doing. And that's exactly how I got back with my ex. It was a call that led to a meetup, that led to a relationship, that led to burning months later. How long were you apart? before you reached out again or he reached out? I feel like it would be like a semester because we broke up before the fall. A full Mm -hmm. semester? Oh, wow. Yep. We broke up before school started. But then I remember in December, I remember I got a missed call in like around like the November, December timeline. So then I reached out and was like, hey, is everything okay? Essentially, we texted to meet up since we live relatively close to each other. And I like remember it. We like go to an IHOP and 
Like one, I picked him up to go to the IHOP. That should have been red flag number one. Like (laughs) couldn't have even like met me there, like had to go all the way to his place to then go to a restaurant near him. And like, I felt like that was such a bad situation because you're like with this person in the car, like there's no like space. But the whole time he's just like moping and just like, like you could just feel that there's like anger and like sadness there. And the whole time, like when we were eating, doesn't really say a word and I'm like trying to have a conversation because it's like you're the one that called me and like now we're here like what's up and honestly I don't even think we really had a conversation and fuck it because of our situation at the moment basically meaning we were both living at home there are other ways to be physical with each other that is not in the house so it's like I felt like at IHOP in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm kidding. Obviously. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. I can't wait for people to react. Um, no, Nikki. <laughs> I have too much anxiety for that. No, I'm just kidding. But like a park, a car, hidden place. I feel like the car is always the uh, the getting back with the next that hill. The first first part of the yeah. snowball. <laughs> don't go in a car yeah, together. Don't go in a car together. And yeah. also, if someone calls you and doesn't leave voicemail, do not write back. There's so many red flags throughout this whole conversation that I'm just like getting so boiled up because I'm like, why did I even put myself in that? Like that already showed like that didn't show any progress at all. Like, what was I doing? I think I just was lonely and horny. And that's what got me there. Okay, but I think this is something we should address. This isn't like a reason not to go back to an ex, but like the high you get from being with an ex after a breakup, I feel like this is pretty universal, but like it is insane. And that's why like breakup sex is a thing. That's why like, but just being with that person, like in this like totally different setting, like without the like pressure of like the relationship. I don't know. I feel like it's just such a high. It's so like, it's almost like you're doing something like bad. Oh yeah, I like that. Because like you kind of do have to keep it a secret or else your friends will fucking murder (laughs) you. Essentially, what I'm saying is like, if they reach out, if you want to have that relationship, that's fine. But I don't think you're going to fix all the problems of being in my situation, cheated on, no progress has been made. And then we're at this point where nothing's really happened. And I feel like a lot of the anger was towards me because I was the one that broke up with him. So Mm -hmm. it was just like kind of frustrating. But I do think that if you are in the position that you're back with your ex and you're seeing kind of like I just feel like we also have to add into the story that this wasn't the best relationship. I was cheated on, like I was lied to, I was manipulated in multiple ways. And even breaking up with him for cheating, like I still went back to him and it took me a while to like actually like quit him. And I say quit him like a drug because it is like intoxicating the kind of relationship to have like those ups and downs. So it is a little harder to get out of it. But I I feel like once you start seeing your worth and what you deserve, it makes it a lot easier to like not get back. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. My college relationship was definitely similar in the like ups and downs and like the toxicity of it and like and almost like because of those reasons it made 
us like so attracted to each mm-hmm. other because we like were so hot and cold and so like passionate and yes passion awful <laughs> yeah but oh my god it's like not sustainable for I mean probably there are probably relationships out there with that kind of passion that maybe works but I feel like for me and my experience and that relationship in particular like I loved him so much but like it was just way too way too mind consuming and soul consuming of a relationship but that makes it even harder to like quit them and it does feel like an addiction and I think it like I feel like I read this somewhere like I feel like the neurotransmitters are like the dopamine and serotonin yes whatever those things like love elicits those drugs almost the same that like actual drugs do I'm sure I mean plus the whole fight or flight (laughs) there's just like moments where yeah you have like these really high highs and really low lows but shit man that fucks you up so other reasons to not get back with an ex is if you're just jealous of them being with other people and the thought of them being with someone else makes you like sick um i think this is similar to what we were talking about before with missing someone like this could be like a pretty normal feeling i think especially like when we're younger and maybe feel like more I don't know. I don't want to say like possessive, but like when you're younger and maybe like less mature in terms of like your emotions, just because you're jealous of them being with other people doesn't mean you should be with them. And it's also something you're going to get over. Like it takes time to get over a person. And I get that the thought of them being with someone else like right after a breakup could be crushing. But at the end of the day, like you're also going to move on at some point and they're going to get over the relationship in whatever way they will. But like you have control over how you move on with the relationship. Yeah. I mean, I think the most, my most, (laughs) besides my current boyfriend, my most recent ex, that was like the tipping point for him. When we broke up last, we've broken up a bunch of times, but the last time we broke up, He really wanted to get back together only because he knew I was with someone else. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? Not specifically. I just remember, like, the period in between. Yeah, the stressful (laughs) period in between. But, I mean, that's what it – and it was hard to not go back because I feel like I was in – I was, like, newly exploring and dating a new person who I eventually ended up dating. But, like, I was hearing this ex come back with all of the things that I wanted him to say, like, throughout the relationship. And he was, like, sending me these, like, long letters of, like, all of the ways that, like, I was the best and all the things that he would, like, miss and just, like, constant, like, texts and just, like, all these threats of like, not to me, but just like him being like so depressed and like not having anything to live for, like just so much emotional like turmoil. And it took so much to just not entertain it again. But when you got back together with him, what was the reason? Because of these letters? We had been dating for like the last two years of college. We had a very like tumultuous relationship as I was talking about before. 
there was a lot of like cheating. There was a lot of like not even like physical cheating, but just like and there was a lot of like distrust. There was a lot of me like invading his privacy and finding things. But we did break up for like (laughs) there were times where we broke up for like a week after like a big fight. And then we got back together because we just like missed the other person so much. And then there was a time like post-college where we broke up for like a month and this could be another one. But during that month, I like joined a couple apps. Like I think I joined Bumble and I was traveling a lot for work and I was about to go like at the end of the month, I was about to go on a date with someone from Bumble who I had met. And before I went on the date, I like, I forget why. I forget what reason he had that I had to come over, but I came over to his place and I did not end up going on that date. I ended up canceling for like a family emergency. And yeah, and then we started dating for another like year or so. Damn. But good times. <laughs> It is, though, the, like, don't respond to their calls. And I feel like they know, like, they have some sense where they know when you're, like, either getting over them or, like, about to meet another person or, like, about to, like, finally, like, be open to, like, dating again. They sense that. And then they fucking (laughs) crawl back. But, yeah, it's probably stems from the jealousy of you being with other people. I feel it. I feel like they just always contact the right time for them and then just like preying on you to like answer back and like adjust to them, which are always like, if you want to be with me, like you got to make the effort is a mentality I wish I had. I think another reason that people end up getting back with their ex for like maybe not the best reason is if they start dating and the dating pool sucks and you realize that you hate dating. I think I've had a bunch of friends that have done that. Oh and God. and I get it. But like I feel like maybe we just need to like give it time. And maybe it does suck. But it'll suck more if you end up with some guy that like or, – or girl or whoever that doesn't treat you well. And you – didn't actually like fix things with and are going to be miserable with (laughs) that happened too like because I don't even know if I was in that situation as the person like that they're coming back to but I've heard of a situation where like someone's roommate broke up with his girlfriend and was just like yeah like I need to like go out there and like date around he went to like date like no one essentially no one and then he's like okay like I'm going back to my girlfriend and then now they're married I just don't know if that's like the best thing (laughs) but it's also not my relationship so I can't judge (laughs) yeah and maybe there are some situations where it's like oh like we've been dating for for such a long time and I just like need to know what else is out there to be sure and so maybe it works for some people but I think Sometimes it could just be like, okay, you have one bad date experience, yeah. so you like run back to your ex. I don't <laughs> I don't know. Not for me. But you know, going back to your ex is not always a bad thing. And this is where we can transition on when you know it's the right time to go back to your ex. I think a good sign for going back to your ex, which I spoke on a little bit in my story, is that when you start looking more into yourself and knowing like what you want and what you need. And if that's reflected later with 
your ex and I'm sure like it should be different. I'm not saying it's going to be successful, but I feel like you kind of need like that as an aspect before re-entering into a relationship. I totally agree with that. I think the time has passed and you've both like grown in ways since you've dated and like the conflicts that you were fighting about before maybe don't feel as like huge anymore or feel like maybe not fixable, but like able to like have like common ground over and like you have things you are working on and your partner has things that they've been and are continuing to work on. I think that's like a good sign of being able to come back together and retry. Yeah, who knows? Maybe you guys broke up because of distance or maybe because they cheated on you or because you cheated on them. So it, depending on the problem, you got to see if improvements have been made and if you're okay, like moving past that. I mean, even if they did cheat on you, there are situations where they're people take them back and that's everyone has like their own decision we see Beyonce with Jay-Z for example and I feel like the only way you can move forward from those situations is like truly having that conversation having like growth and forgiveness on both sides and seeing like how to move forward with it yeah yeah I think specifically for like like you said, cheating or big like conflicts in the relationship. I think if you both accept or whoever like was more of a perpetrator, whatever the reasons like you guys broke up in the big to begin with, if you've accepted responsibility for those actions and you have both communicated expectations around what's going to be different this time and ways that you're going to work on it this time. And I think also there is that risk of like, I was reading this on Nedra Tawab's Instagram earlier today. She has written books on boundaries. She's a therapist. But she said, if nothing has changed, are you willing to re-experience the past in terms of opening or giving people second chances? So I think, yeah, I love that a lot. I think that's definitely something that is a risk in terms of going back to an ex, like experiencing those like potentially very negative experiences and why you broke up in the first place again. But definitely ways to navigate that to prevent those experiences from showing up again or having them show up in ways that are maybe that allow you and your partner to go about in a more constructive right. way. I mean- for the relationship that I was in that we got back together. The relationship I keep on mentioning is with A-Rod and essentially because he cheated on me in the first section, I was able to get back in a relationship with him because I kind of moved forward with it. But it didn't mean that like I didn't have the doubt in the back of my mind. And the reason we broke up again, mm -hmm. was completely different than solely cheating. It was, I feel, because he couldn't get past it. So he put those insecurities of what he's done in the past onto me, which just made me feel less in the relationship than before. Such as like, without me giving yeah. a reason the first time around, it's like, why are you like checking in on like, where I am all the time and who I'm hanging out with and like having like constant like interactions with you. Is it because like of the actions that you've done 
or is it because like I'm in my senior year and that's when like you did that so you know that's a possibility yeah it's definitely that like trying to control um and like projecting what he had done like on you and I mean, now that I'm thinking about it with that like re-experiencing example and the boyfriend I was talking about before, like my college, my long college boyfriend, when I dated him again, he did keep doing the same things. And I would keep like looking for the same things and I would keep getting hurt in like the same ways over and over again, where it was almost like comfortable because it was so predictable. Right. Like I knew what to look for. Like I, <laughs> Yeah. Like I knew how I would feel. I knew the ways that he would like try to like make it up for to me after and like the ways that we would like put a band-aid on it. And so it was just felt so comfortable. And I experienced it again and again and again. And then it kept like crushing me. And I feel like it was just so stupid. But like a lesson that I learned. And it makes sense why I did it because I did not feel highly of myself. Right. I feel like once you like start checking that information, you already have that like distrust in the back of your mind. It just sucks that our intuitions are so well that every time we've done it, it's like we found something. (laughs) Yeah. And it also sucks that like you almost like are look like you're looking for it in a way where it's like, I know I'm going to see it. And like, I know by me like checking whatever phone or like application that I'm like logging in as him as. Like I was able to, I was able to crack the code on like so many of like the dating apps that he was on, like while we were dating. Oh my God. If that makes sense. Like I could see his. We need a toxic episode. I had like (laughs) fucking, oh my God, we need a toxic episode. I forget which app it, Kick. I had his fucking Kick app like downloaded on my phone and I would like, I, yeah, I went fucking on (laughs) it. Yeah, I do. Do you remember those screenshots? I would like send screenshots of the, oh my God. So you would only send it to me because then it's like later one, like, you know, someone else knows, so you're not making it up. But then like actually having like the screenshots, it's like, okay, I'm still not making up. Like this is like a reality. Cause I felt like sometimes like in my relationship, I just kind of like didn't believe what I was seeing. And I feel like you get desensitized to it. Like I felt like I saw so much and I would send it to you because then I would delete it from my phone so that I would like because I knew I would like just keep looking at it and like remembering and like get pissed and like I was still dating him so I like couldn't be pissed so I had to like send it to you to be like can you save this for like when I actually want to break up with him so you can send it to me (laughs) but like I don't want to look at it right now (laughs) so if anyone's questioning I have seen Nikki's ex naked (laughs) As has like half of the fucking world because of how many people he's sent it to. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay, a positive story. Jake, well, I mean, maybe not. Maybe not fully positive. I definitely, (laughs) because with Jake also, I like, I had probably started talking to him again before I was Red, like either of us were like ready to be talking again. You're in a relationship right now where you guys have broken up. What was the reasoning for breaking up the first time? What changed so that when you got back together, there was an improvement and that you're still here today? 
Yeah, this is going to be a tough question to answer. I guess long story short, like the big reasons why we broke up the first time was really just being like, I feel like we were just fighting so much about like a lot of the same things and they were just like not even productive fights anymore. They were just like exhausting. It was just rehashing the same things. It was like just kind of being sick of each other at that point. And I think granted, like, I don't think this is necessarily why we broke up, but I think it like definitely played a part in it. We were living in like a studio apartment in New York City together. We had a dog together. We were just like kind of on top of each other at all times. Like we obviously like worked at different places and this was before like people really were remote working. So we were both like going into the offices every day. But I feel like besides that, like we didn't have that much like time for ourselves. And I think like living in a studio apartment, especially, it was just too much, (laughs) too much time together. And I think we both are like very, I don't even know if I want to say independent people, but we like definitely like our own space and like our own time. So I think just coming home and like wanting to be like in a place to like decompress and then you're just like with your partner and you're just like fighting about things like again and again, it was just exhausting. So I think like the final and I don't like maybe we could save this for another episode because I don't want to like get into details on it. But like the final fight was like at a wedding we went to of one of his friends and basically just arguing about like the time each of us like wanted to leave or like when our expectations around leaving. And (laughs) yeah, I think basically we just like didn't really, we couldn't really compromise in for a lot of things. And sometimes it just felt like it was one-sided. But anyway, We broke up for six months. During those months, we were both, I mean, not like consistently really like dating other people, but like definitely like seeing other people. Definitely went for periods of time without any contact and then also went through periods of time where we were kind of contacting each other, still kind of going on dates with other people, still trying to like figure out like what we wanted for ourselves. But I think the turning point for us was we would go on these like really long walks and just like talk about like deep things, like things that like Because I feel like with him, it was like hard. And it's so interesting because when we first met and like became friends and started dating, he was like so open. He was like so vulnerable. And then once we started dating, it like slowly became like less and less like of that kind of communication. And he's like admitted this before too. Like he sometimes it's hard for him to like open up to the people like closest to him. And it's easier to do it with like strangers or people that he like doesn't know as well yeah because it's like less of a risk it's like okay you can never see this person again and they know like all of these like deep things about you walking yeah is like such a perfect time like long walks make for great conversations because you just feel so like comfortable in the space if you're like in a like apartment or like where are you like are all the time I feel like it's so hard to like get out of the mindset but like when you're out like walking around like having distractions like I feel like just the conversations float and that's how like Ilya and I had like a lot of difficult conversations we just did it like while walking outside because it just like I felt like more comfortable like expressing myself and like it gave me time to like think because we're both like facing forward like walking so I just wanted to say long walks 
make yeah. for a great conversation and can help a relationship. Yeah. On that topic, like all of our like big talks are on hikes now and we go on hikes like every week and it's almost like our like version of like date night because we're like on these hikes, we're like talking more than we do mm-hmm. during the week. We're like with each other more than we are during the week. And our we have a couples therapist. I don't know if that's been like said before on this podcast, but we parallel talking. I, I think it's called like parallel talking. So like what you were saying, like both looking straight ahead and like not like directly looking into each other's eyes. Mm-hmm. Like you're you feel way more comfortable being more vulnerable when you don't have to like look into a person's eyes. So tip, those are the best times (laughs) to have those big conversations. But yeah, so we would end up talking on these long walks. And I think also just like because you're not like in it, you're not in that like like we were talking about before, like maybe the high pressure of like relationship and like your fights are generally about like at the time at least, like our fights were generally about like winning and like forcing the other person to like see our side versus like actually really like listening and like being curious about what the other person Mm -hmm. is saying and like having empathy for that person. Like sometimes the hardest person to have empathy for is your partner who you're with, like maybe the majority of your fucking life. But yeah. So we had these long conversations. We were both, we had both just like grown a lot. Like we were both just way more open-minded than we had been when we like had last dated. And yeah, I think I mean, it wasn't like the prettiest of transitions, but over time we just decided to like try being exclusive again and to try dating again. And then COVID happened and it kind of escalated things in like positive ways and negative ways, but like forced us to deal with things early in the second phase of our relationship. And yeah, I also think couples therapy has helped us so much. We go like once a month and it gives us like a really good platform and like tools of like conflict and resolving conflict and communicating with each other and like making big decisions together. So yeah, I'm still with my ex. He's a completely different person than he is now. Like if you were to introduce me to Jake now than back then, I would have like different reactions. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm a completely different person now than I was then too. And like, I think both of us being the people that we are now and like growing in the ways that we have have been like so conducive to us having like such a healthy relationship now yeah it was more of like I actually interact with you and I don't really interact with Jake but when I do interact with him now I feel like there's a different energy about him and I feel like he doesn't have as much of a front now because he's more secure with himself oh that's so good to hear and to be fair like he can definitely especially in group settings he can come across like a dick a lot so it's Good. I think one-on-one conversations are like definitely where you can like actually like learn about him because sometimes he is just like I don't know if it's like him being like uncomfortable in like a social situation. If I chose an animal, I would choose peacock. Maybe a peacock. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes he could just like have this like attitude with people that he like doesn't really know, but I think he he like warms up on you. <laughs> Essentially, like you as the listener, you might currently be in this situation or this might have happened to you. But at the end of the day, like, you know, the relationship best and you need to make those decisions for yourself. Like, don't not get back with someone or get back with someone because 
your friend said so. And I know they're looking out for you, but I think the only way that if it is like one of those like toxic situations, the only way that you can move forward is if you kind of see the light for yourself. For sure. I think that's a great point. I think also just like if I can if I can emphasize just because this is the reason I've gone back to so many of my exes, especially like after being cheated on. If I can hone in on the like if you miss them, miss that like you can miss them, miss them. Like be sad, be angry, like feel all of your emotions fully and just like know that you're going to get past that. It's going to like take time, but you're going to get past that. And you do not need to go back with them in order to like feel those feelings like alleviated. It is a period of time. It's going to be difficult, but like you're going to get past it and you do not need to go back to them. I just like wish that I like had heard that right. knew that. I feel like you can hear it all the time, but like believing it in yourself is just like a completely different story. No, exa- exactly that. So we can't tell you what to do. Yeah, we can't tell you what to do. But also it's like you're just procrastinating. <laughs> you're procrastinating feeling those feelings because you are going to feel those feelings when you break up the second time. Like you're going to feel it again. And I just think you've already spent that time like being like super upset. Like just keep trucking through. Keep trucking through. And I promise like you'll find someone who's way better than that person. Or like you'll find it in yourself. You'll grow in yourself. Don't let your boyfriend stand in the way of your husband. Is that a quote? I love yeah, that. on TikTok. That's funny. <laughs> but also, you don't have to get married and you don't need to have a husband. Basically, what they're insinuating is like, don't let someone that you're currently in a relationship that you're like not happy, yeah. like you can do better. Don't let them get in the way of like something or someone better. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. All right. To close. Well, this is fun. You guys do whatever the fuck you want. This is just our advice based off of like our experience. And we just want you to to make the right choices for yourself because you deserve nothing less. So follow us on at Shy and Salty on Instagram. Please rate, subscribe, and turn on notifications anywhere that you're listening to this podcast on especially rating we need to get those up like make some comments like share it to your friends share it to your ex have your ex listen to this do you think we should get back together (laughs) (laughs) but i guess for now thank you so much for listening and that's a wrap follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok at shy and salty where you can dm us with questions and stories slash topics that you would like us to cover for future episodes Thanks again for listening to Shy and Salty. Take care of yourselves and see you next Tuesday.